Welcome to the Eyes Wide Open Life podcast. This is Rocco Jarman. This podcast episode is recorded more or less in a single sitting with more focus on content and engagement than on editing for perfection. The spirit of my whole podcast, in fact, is one of message over production value. The podcast episodes are a mix of philosophy, poetry, inner child work, and emerging research that is both grounded in psychology and pragmatic science without compromising on the primacy of interpersonal connection and the subtle yet beautiful mechanics of the human condition. This episode, along with all notes and links referred to in the episode, are available on the eyeswideopenlife.org website, where you can find links to all past recordings, as well as a collection of courses, resources, and articles of related content. If you're enjoying these episodes and you're finding value from the content, please take the time to review this on your podcast app of choice. It's um, a small cost of time for yourself, but it's immeasurably helpful for me in getting this podcast and this message visible and available to new listeners. Alternatively, if you've got any questions or queries or you want to submit something for an Ask Me Anything episode, please email info at eyeswideopenlife.org. This will be a shorter episode, one of many in an ongoing series called Reflections and Contemplations. In this series, we will cover pieces of my own work or pieces that I've come across that I find deeply inspiring and have enriched my thinking and my life in some profound way. These are intended to fill the cultural space that homilies and philosophical and or spiritual contemplations used to. The thought to put in mind is what do you wish to say to the world which might set wings to the fallen angels of our abandoned but once noble ideas? It is true we cannot change people, but we can speak with conviction and passion and set lights in the sky of their mind so that the moths of their own inner wisdom may be drawn to them or not. Not everyone is ill with a sense of disconnection and there are more people that want good things with no cost to other living beings. But how do you speak about this when speaking loudly has become just another form of illness? Today's piece is by Khalil Gibran, and it's called Defeat. So a bit about Khalil Gibran. Um, if you're not already familiar with his work, he was the man who wrote The, the Prophet. His other works were The Madman and Broken Wings. He was a Lebanese-American writer, poet, and also a visual artist, um, and it's easier to consider him as a philosopher, although he himself rejected that title. The work we're going to focus on today is called Defeat, and I'm just going to lean straight into it. Defeat, my defeat, my solitude and my aloofness. You are dearer to me than a thousand triumphs and sweeter to my heart than all world glory. Defeat, my defeat, my self-knowledge and my defiance. Through you, I know that I am yet young and swift of foot and not to be trapped by withering laurels. And in you I have found aloneness and the joy of being shunned and scorned. Defeat, my defeat, my shining sword and shield. In your eyes I have read that to be enthroned is to be enslaved and to be understood is to be leveled down 
and to be grasped is but to reach one's fullness and like a ripe fruit to fall and be consumed. Defeat, my defeat, my bold companion, you shall hear my songs and my cries and my silences. And none but you shall speak to me of the beating wings and the urging seas and of mountains that burn in the night. And you alone shall climb my steep and rocky soul. Defeat, my defeat, my deathless courage, you and I shall laugh together with the storm. And together we shall dig graves for all that die in us. And we shall stand in the sun with a will, and we shall be dangerous. This poem, Defeat, it is tied to a set of experiences that I've been through recently and some people very close to me have been through recently and some people that I, I work with. My original wish, my ask was to be well, truly well, at the core of my being. Well, so that um, I liked and loved the one that looked back when I looked into a mirror. Well, so that my purpose on this earth could be made clear. And so that whatever wholeness we all seem to be seeking through the crooked lenses of spirituality or religion could be made real and manifest in my life. My heart has been broken over and over and over again. And I watched people not just walk out of my life, but paint the memories of me in the most unkind light. And to have had people who I went to battle for abandon me in, or my inner child, basically, in the shadow of their own weakness and lay the blame for their own bitter pain at my feet. To have that innocent inner child in me attacked and abused relentlessly until I eventually found the courage to let those people go. And I've, and to find in myself not just what Albert Camus referred to as the unconquerable summer, but a profound love and understanding of the winters we need to face within, the stillness we need to come to ground in, in our defeats. And I've been so incredibly grateful for the awakening and the connection with the universe and the insights and the, the powerful way in which I'm now able to speak to a world and to help other people. And in this way, I live a life of utter service, which is sometimes invisible to others. And despite that gratitude and the stable gravity of becoming, there is something inside of us, inside of all of us. It's this, this part of the universe itself that seeks to be witnessed that seeks a conscious and discerning mirror, not, not for pride or vain light, but just to say, I was here. I have done this thing. I acknowledge my wounds and my loss and my journey, and I stand here now. This is me. And when we read a poem like Defeat, we realize that we are not alone. This is a universal experience. 
I mentioned before that um, this need or wish to be witnessed. And there's a quote um, from Khalil Gibran from his book, The Poet, and there's a piece on beauty. And right at the end, he said, beauty is life when life unveils her holy face, but you are life and you are the veil. Beauty is eternity gazing at itself in the mirror, but you are eternity and you are the mirror. And there's something I wrote that I want to share, and it has to do with a, a moment of defeat that I recently encountered. Um, a moment of real heartbreak that was long time in the coming and something that I had no power to stop or control. And the, the pain and the defeat was, was heavy. And I spoke about it. And when I spoke about it in the way that I'm going to share in a minute, people didn't understand really they rallied around me and they and they said kind things and they checked in on me and all the rest of it but what i was really trying to do more than anything else was just have something that i wanted to say seen and witnessed this is the piece i wanted to say how my light had gone out i wanted to speak of the dust i had collected on the hard road I wanted to recall the flower I had brought to bloom, cradled in broken hands, and the blows I had shielded it from with my own back. I wanted to recount the small but fierce fire of courage I had kindled in myself with the last gathered sticks of my own nobility. But all I could do was listen to the axe blows of misplaced defiance and the sound my heart made as it broke and the woeful voice of life resound its terrible lament, and its fading echoes closed around me and went silent. So in closing, this reflection really is about a sort of insight that makes me firm in my convictions to, to write poetry, to do this podcast, to do these reflections and contemplation sections, to try offer the courses that I do to do the work that I, I, I'm busy doing at the moment, to bring consciousness to this world that no more should suffer the cold indifference of their trials. What we really seek is a conscious witness. And I think it's true for all of us, even those of us that are on journeys of actualization and that are on journeys of self-mastery and, and self-discovery, we don't even mind that the world is not fair or that we sometimes lose or that we have to strive and fail. Sometimes we just want to have our trials seen, our striving noticed, our failures not to be the last word with no mention of our character or courage to keep trying. The retreating into the roots of oneself is not the losing of your name in a winter of resignation or a shine from the sun but the casting off of the vibrant leaves of who you were yesterday and the practicing of letting go and the dwelling in the inner stillness so that you can learn grace and grow and not just greet the sky come spring, but be the shining light at the very heart of the resplendence 
as your own new life blooms and sings its part in the great chorus to the ready ears of a world that was always waiting for your voice. In closing, I'd like to reread Defeat by Khalil Gibran, and I'd like to leave you with the thought that the defeats that we encounter, that we think come to undo us, there is a stance that we can take about them. And if we see all these defeats and low moments and trials, and we can sit with them and witness them in ourselves, and not just look for a way to escape them and for them to be over, but to literally sit with them and see the gifts that they hold in their hands for us and how they have the power to transform us and teach us things about ourselves. Our grief really is the thing often that teaches us the most about love. Defeat, my defeat, my solitude and my aloofness. You are dearer to me than a thousand triumphs and sweeter to my heart than all world glory. Defeat, my defeat, my self-knowledge and my defiance. Through you, I know that I am yet young and swift of foot and not to be trapped by withering laurels. And in you, I have found aloneness and the joy of being shunned and scorned. Defeat, my defeat, my shining sword and shield, in your eyes I have read that to be enthroned is to be enslaved, and to be understood is to be leveled down, and to be grasped is but to reach one's fullness, and like a ripe fruit to fall and to be consumed. Defeat, my defeat, my bold companion, you shall hear my songs and my cries and my silences. And none but you shall speak to me of the beating of wings, of urging seas, and of mountains that burn in the night. And you alone shall climb my steep and rocky soul. Defeat, my defeat, my deathless courage. You and I shall laugh together with the storm, and together we shall dig graves for all that die in us. And we shall stand in the sun with the will, and we shall be dangerous. I hope that reflection is something that brings peace and insight to you. And if there's a piece that you'd like us to cover or like us to share with some of the other listeners, please email me at info at eyeswideopenlife.org. And we'll see about getting that on the podcast. So just a quick note um, about... Eyes Wide Open Life. The the website is well and truly up now. I've just finished a, a newly created fundamentals course, um, the Accepting Your Nature course, which I ran throughout 2020, was very successful. But some of the key feedback that came back was that the content was very very dense and a, a lot for people to take on in one go. But they didn't want to cut anything out. So what I did on the back of that feedback is I created a fundamentals course, a three-week course, which we cover just some basic concepts that we need to build on as we work through the Accepting Your Nature course. And the little boilerplate there is to um, advertise to people how our thinking is limited by the ideas we hold and how having words for certain things helps us gain a wider perspective becoming aware of the programming we're living by and learning how our moods and happiness are a result of very much how our neurochemistry works and how our brain's designed to work. So 
<clears throat> that course was quite successful. I've been running it at, um, with the lovely folks at Horizon Yoga in their new studio in, in Collerslow. Um, by popular demand, I've finalized the conscious relationship uh, workshop outline, which is now ready to, to launch. Um, I'll be working probably with a, a colleague in Los Angeles on that, and we might do a, um, a tester online. And these things are all up and running. The, there's a, a testimonial section, a contact section for anybody who wants to get themselves on a wait list for any of the courses. So the courses people can join are um, – they can either provide, you know, podcast questions or feedback via that uh, contact page or express interest in the Eyes Wide Open Life Fundamentals course, um, which uh, I think is going to become a mandatory prerequisite to doing the Accepting Your Nature, the Conscious Relationship, the Live a Good Day workshop. So additionally, there's an Accepting Your Nature course, a Conscious Relationship workshop, a Live a Good Day, Live a Good Life workshop, um, Introduction to the Stoic Path course, um, a course on archetypes, symbols, and their meaning, which is of specific interest to anybody who's trying to embark on or pursue a very serious psychonautic journey, because uh, we, of course, need a set of solid language to navigate that journey with. So all of those things are now available. Um, as always, uh, I really do want to hear from, from anybody about any of that. It costs very little effort to swing by the website eyeswideopenlife.org um, go to the contact page uh, have a look at the the courses express your interest if you're interested in um, working with me alternatively there is a section to book appointments as well so i can work around my busy work day but um, this is for folks who want to accelerate their own life transformation um, anyone who's coming back from divorce or grief people who are looking for conscious relationship coaching and um, those appointments can all be made pretty easily on the appointments page. So that's all the, the brief housekeeping about the eyeswideopenlife.org website. This episode, along with all notes and links referred to in the episode, are available as always on the eyeswideopenlife.org website, where you can find links to all past recordings, as well as a collection of courses, resources, and articles of related content. There's also a contact form if anybody wants to reach out to me. If you are enjoying these episodes and are enjoying the content, please, please leave a review on your podcast app of choice. It is just immeasurably helpful in getting this podcast visible to new listeners. Alternatively, if you've got any questions or queries or you want to submit something for an Ask Me Anything episode or submit a piece for a Reflections episode, please email info at eyeswideopenlife.org. I look forward to having you back for next episodes. Until then, go well.